Hey friends, welcome back to the Special Kind of Motherhood podcast. Have you been wanting to switch to living a little bit more holistically or even just living a healthier lifestyle, but what has been holding you back is the fact that it feels so expensive and just out of your budget to be able to do that? Well, I have been there before and I understand what that's like and I just want to share with you today three different ways that you can actually live a healthier, more holistic lifestyle and also include your family without breaking your budget. And tune in for the last one because I am actually going to share with you some different ways that I have done this very specifically for my family. So let's go ahead and get started. Hi friend, do you dream of having a garden but you don't know where to start? Do you want to switch to more natural products but feel overwhelmed by all the options? Do you believe that a holistic lifestyle would help your special needs kiddo but you're daunted by all the information out there? Welcome to the Special Kind of Motherhood podcast where you will learn how to work towards your dream for homesteading, gardening, and holistic living in small, simple steps that won't overwhelm you. Hi, I'm Ashley. I'm a wife, Jesus follower, and mom to some amazing kids. As some of my kids began experiencing health struggles and developmental delays, I decided it was time to switch to a holistic lifestyle. I quickly became stressed out and burnt out, feeling like I needed to change everything at once. I finally realized that I had to start making one small change at a time, then build from there. I learned to walk this holistic journey in a way that works for me and my family without stress or overwhelm or constantly feeling like I wasn't doing enough. If you're ready to hear from another mama who understands what it's like to have no time and who can help you make changes towards better health for your family in a way that works for your specific life, then this is the podcast for you. Pop in your earbuds, reheat your coffee for the third time, and let's do this. Hey mamas, have you been looking for a like-minded community where you can share about all things holistic living, eating healthier, gardening, and herbal and natural remedies? Well, if that is the case, then I want you to head over to our free Facebook community where we talk about all of these things and more. You can find it at bit.ly, that's B-I-T dot L-Y slash motherhood community. I can't wait to see you there. All right, so if you're like me, then what has probably happened for you is that you've decided that you want to switch to a healthier lifestyle for your family. Maybe you have some health struggles that you're trying to overcome for yourself or a child, and you really want to get started, but you're feeling very overwhelmed, one, by all of the information, but two, by how expensive everything feels. I know I have been there before. You know, we were, I was a stay-at-home mom, my husband was working a job, and It just felt like there was not enough money to be able to do everything that I wanted to do. Now, we're kind of to the point where we have been able to increase the flexibility we have to pay for things, but I remember those times where it just felt like I had to get really creative, and really that's what has taught me so much is by the fact that I had to to get really creative and honestly just figure things out for myself because I couldn't pay someone to do a lot of the stuff or I was having to switch things out one at a time. And so the point of today is to share with you some of the things that I have learned over the years that really helped me with being able to switch to a healthier lifestyle for my family while also doing it in a way that didn't stress us out financially or anything like that. And I will say, to some degree, part of what we did along the way was learning to prioritize. So our health was extremely important. And when we had a child that was really struggling with a specific health concern, there were times where a a chunk of our budget went towards helping that child go to a natural doctor to be able to remedy whatever was bothering them at that moment. And so it kind of has ebbed and flowed for us. But what has helped me so much are these three things I want to share with you today that has been able to help me to manage trying to put all of this together to where it truly over the years it has become a lifestyle, but it has become a manageable lifestyle. And especially whenever it felt like we didn't have as much 
financial freedom to really just put a ton of our budget towards switching to this healthier lifestyle. So let's go ahead and get started. Like I said, it'll be three things. The first one is going to be to start with one thing and just replace it one at a time. So a lot of times, if you're like me, I'm very much an all or nothing person. I love to research. I love to read. I'm constantly learning. And whenever I learn that something is, we should be doing something different, I want to replace everything at one time. The problem for us has been that it's really expensive to do that. If you decide you want to replace every single cleaning product and health and beauty product in your home at the same time, that gets very expensive very quickly. Now, I do have past episodes sharing about very inexpensive options for cleaning supplies, and that is something that I think we can overcomplicate, but at the same time, I didn't know necessarily at that point in time, just getting started, I didn't realize that there were such simple cleaning solutions that I could use. And so I was thinking, oh, I need to go to the store and buy this really expensive, clean brand of, of a cleaning product. And that felt very overwhelming because I felt like, okay, well, I need to be switching out food and I need to be switching out our cleaning stuff, anything we put on our skin. And I thought, I can't really afford to do this. So what I had learned was I just had to pick one thing at a time. And if you're like me and you love to take in knowledge, that's a wonderful blessing to your family because it means you're going to be constantly helping your family and bettering the health of your family. But at the same time, it can be a burden to you because you can feel very discouraged by the fact that you can't fix everything at once. And I say fix as if in quotations, because it's not necessarily that you need to fix it, but you can't improve your family's quality of life in every area at once, unless you just absolutely have the funds to do that. And if you do, that's awesome. Go ahead and go for it. But if you don't, then just focus on one thing. Like I said, it could be one area of maybe you feel like the most issues you're having revolve around food. Well, then start with one food at a time, especially if you have a child who has any kind of food sensitivities or food aversions. Switching all of their foods out at once might be extremely difficult on them, and then you might find you're struggling to get them to eat at all. What I have found to be beneficial is introducing one new food at a time for my children and just kind of working our way up from there. And then again, whenever I had to pull things out of their diet, like when we removed gluten, when we've had to remove nuts and even dairy in the past, what I would have to do is try to find a bridge replacement, basically. So if they really loved this gluten or this gluten-filled bar, then could I find a gluten-free option that would be kind of a middle ground for them until eventually I could work them towards it's something that I could make for them at home to save money. But overall, like if you're needing to, you're, you're wanting to remove gluten for whatever reason, there's a lot of different reasons you might want to, whether it be an allergy or you have concerns about gut health or you have a child who seems to be having rashes that you're not sure what's causing it. There's so many different reasons. But if, you, if you're going to decide, okay, we're going to remove all gluten from our home, then I would also not try to take on cleaning up all of the products you put on your skin because it's going to feel very overwhelming. And again, it's going to be very expensive. So these are just some examples that I'm giving you of how it's best to start with one thing one area, one product, whatever it is that you feel you can handle. If it's only one product you start with because that's what you can afford to do or that's what mentally you can handle, then start with one product. It's also going to keep you from getting overwhelmed like I mentioned before. So start with one thing, one area of your home and work your way through everything else. Okay, so number two would be to really rely heavily on self-education. Now, obviously, I've mentioned I love to learn. I'm constantly learning. So this is going to be something I'm going to suggest. 
And what I want to say is if you kind of balk at the idea of learning, I want to encourage you to figure out the way that you learn best. So if it's better for you to listen to some kind of audiobook, to podcasts, then go with that. If you learn better through visual styles of learning, then maybe you're going to start looking up YouTube videos that you can sit and watch or books that you can read. Whatever works best for you, that's what I want to encourage you. There's so many different resources out there now that you can find different ways that work well for you as far as educating yourself about what it is that you want to do for your family. And I will say in the space of holistic living, it can become very overwhelming. You can find contradicting opinions everywhere you go. So this is where you have to really just pray through, discern, use your own intuition that God has given you about what is best for your family and then decide, okay, this is what we're going to try and always be open to learning new information, to realizing that maybe you should do something different. That's why I love to learn because I feel like there's always something new for me to learn. And sometimes I realize, hey, there's actually a better way than what I'm currently doing. And I love that. So I think being able to actually figure out ways to educate yourself, and a lot of them are free. Watching YouTube videos are free listening to podcasts. It's free. You can often go to your local library and be able to have access to audiobooks for free as well. It doesn't have to cost you anything, but you can expand the amount of knowledge you have. And the thing for me about getting the knowledge about all these different options you can do to improve your family's health is that it gives like it gives you the options. It allows you to see everything that's out there and then you can say this is what's going to work best for me and my family. And the amazing thing about so many of these resources is also that a lot of times they will give you money-saving tips or they'll give you shortcuts to how you can do this faster or not waste as much money or, hey, here's a cheaper way you can do this if this is your end goal or this is a way that I've found money uh, ways to save money while I'm trying to switch to this. There's just so much information out there that we can we just have at our fingertips that can really improve the way we, we come and we serve our family and making sure that we are stewarding their health well without spending a ton of money. So if changing the lifestyle of your family just feels very overwhelming as far as from a financial standpoint, then what I would encourage you is to really dig into different, these different avenues where you can learn and just grow your education because a lot of times you are going to find those resources that are going to help you to also do it in ways that will save you money and be more time efficient. Okay, so for number three, it is kind of similar to number two, but it is also different. So let's just go ahead and talk about it. Basically, the way I look at it is, and this is the way I looked at it, even whenever I was first starting out, is I did not have the money to pay someone to make products for me or to buy prepackaged all organic food or all organic produce or anything like that. So what I had to do is I realized, okay, well, I don't, I have a deficit in money that I am able to, that I can comfortably allot to this. But what I do have is time. So you can either pay with your money or with your time. And what that looked like for me in the beginning was that I was paying mostly with my time. Now it's probably about half and half. There are some things I still buy because I prefer the products and I just like it. It's a better quality or I just don't, it's something I don't want to mess with. There are other things that I really enjoy making or growing our own organic produce and all of those things. And honestly, it does save me money. And the fact that I'm saving money on those other areas allows me to pay for what is most important to me that I either don't want to or can't do. But if you feel like across the board, 
you have more time than you do money, then I want to encourage you, it falls back to that educating yourself. But what I want to encourage you is to start learning these skills to do things yourself. And this is where I'm going to kind of share with you kind of what I alluded to in the beginning of the different areas that I have found this to be very helpful for me and specifically what I have done as far as I'm going to take over investing my time and learning how to do this skill in order to improve my family's health, but also to do it at a a fraction of the cost of what I would pay if I were paying someone else to do it for me. And this has honestly evolved for me over the years, but what this looked like initially was starting to make my own cleaning products, starting to learn how to make soap. How can I make, um, like I really want lotions and magnesium cream and different things like that for myself and my kids. So how can I figure out how to make it myself? There, there are large numbers of books that are going to walk you through this. Honestly, a lot of it is simple. It just takes a little bit of time. Soap is a little bit more of a learning curve, but it's really not that difficult either. Now, obviously you do have some more safety precautions that you're going to want to take when you are working with lye, which was a big hurdle for me to overcome. It was certainly not the first thing I started with. I started with how can I make my own cleaning products? And then, okay, now I really want a body butter, but I don't want to pay $15, $16 for a jar of it whenever I can make my own. And, you know, I will have to pay for the products up front, but then I can get multiple jars out of that, those products that I bought. And so those are the ways that I really found to save money is we want to use these clean, good quality products. Well, then I'm going to learn how to make them myself The same thing with like just keeping a bunch of spices, making up my own seasonings, making up my own ranch, figuring out ways to make stuff from scratch in the kitchen as well. So my kids obviously and myself, we have different food sensitivities and we just have to avoid a lot of foods. It could get very, very expensive if I bought all prepackaged foods. So figuring out how can I make these things myself? Again, it's going to take you some time. It's going to take you some trial and error to figure out what works, what you do like, what you don't like, but you can save a lot of money, especially if you're looking at the area of food, like take gluten-free food, for instance. I could buy a prepackaged container of gluten-free cookies for probably four to five dollars, or I could make it, make my kids a batch of gluten-free cookies that are actually going to taste better. Plus I can double or triple the batch, throw them in the freezer to have them for later, and it's going to cost me probably a dollar or a dollar fifty to make the same quantity of cookies. So you really can save quite a bit of money whenever you're willing to say, I'm going to learn how to make my own products, make my own food from scratch. And also a lot of times what I have found is we just don't really eat out that much because we've just got that's just our family culture is we eat at home. And so when you're not eating out, you're going to save a lot of money. Also, if you're dealing with food sensitivities, you're trying to avoid seed oils or anything like that, you're not going to want to eat out. So there can be a lot of money to be saved that way, which can offset any ingredients that you're having to buy in order to make these foods at home. And then obviously another way that I have done this is to grow my own produce. And also we have our chickens. Although I will say with the chickens, we definitely pay more then it would cost me to go buy a dozen organic, cage-free, range, free-range eggs at the store. But we use the chickens. The comp- they make compost for the garden. 
and all of that. And it's just something that I, it's something I enjoy having. My kids enjoy having them. So I don't necessarily say that's a way to save money necessarily, but it can be a great addition to your garden. However, buying or growing things in or an organic manner can be a huge savings because organic produce is very expensive at the store. Specifically organic herbs, they can cost a lot for a very small amount of product. And so if you can figure out the things that either you really love or that are the most expensive and focus on growing those, that's what I would encourage you to do. I also always encourage if you're trying to prioritize what to grow, what not to grow, what to buy organic, what not to grow, not what not to buy organic, then look at the clean 15 and dirty dozen just kind of see, okay, what is the most important for me to make sure I'm buying organic? And then if you look at that and you say, my goodness, that's like double or triple the cost at the store, then try to figure out, well, how much would it cost if I just grew it myself? Because you might find that it's a lot cheaper for you to grow it yourself. That's the same for me with potatoes. I prefer organic potatoes, but they can be pretty pricey at the store and I can actually grow them for quite a bit cheaper at home whenever I get my seed potatoes and get a good harvest from that. That's just kind of an example of that. But if you're feeling like, hey, I really want to focus on organic produce, but my goodness, this price is killing my budget, then I want to encourage you to really focus on how can I grow some of this stuff and use organic practices. And an additional benefit to this is the fact that really the organic label is not necessarily always as forthcoming as we believe it to be. There can be loopholes and things like that. So whenever you grow it yourself, you know exactly what you use. You know what kind of soil you have. You know what's in the soil. You know what you sprayed it with or did not spray it with. And so it kind of gives you that additional security in knowing this is actually really good quality stuff and I'm saving money by doing it. I hope this has been helpful for you guys. I would love to hear from you if you have anything else to add to this list head over to our Facebook community and share with us there. What are some ways that you have found to offset the cost of trying to live more holistically? I hope you guys have a wonderful week and I will see you back next time. Hey mama, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If so, would you take 30 seconds to share this with a friend who is wanting to live more holistically without the overwhelm? Also, don't forget to head over to Apple Podcasts to leave me a review. It blesses and encourages me to know that this show is helping you. All right, friends, it's time for me to go work in the garden and make some homemade bone broth. I will see you back next week.